My name is Michael McMaster, and this is my podcast called An Open Mind. Yes, I am back again. Um, I get lots of questions from you. Boy, a lot of you people um, looked at the last one I did (laughs) just a few days ago. Um, The butterfly effect, you know. I'm glad that you like this material and that you're interested in it and it's um, helping you, um, teaching you. Um, because it's out there, you know, this is not stuff that you can normally just pick up somewhere, like in a book or whatever, but everything, I've said this before, I used to say it earlier on, that everything that I present here works. Um, I've tried it myself, you know, other people have tried it and it works. And some of the concepts are very large to be able to get in your head because they can be in, in conflict, (laughs) Um, with some of the beliefs that you have. But, you know, we all have beliefs about things. And just because you have a belief doesn't mean it's true. It's just something that you want to believe is true. And, you know, like healing, um, you know, I have things on there about healing. Um, The healing of your body is limited to the belief about the healing of your body. You know, you know what I did. You know, I come back from death and healed my body. Um, And the only way I could do that is to have the belief that that was possible. You cannot have anything in your life if you don't believe it's possible. If you don't have love in your life because you don't believe it's possible. If you don't have anything in your life, it's because you don't believe it's possible. So you have to get out of um, the thinking that you have, the structured, limited thinking that you have, to get beyond any circumstance that you're in. And this is how I think. I do not think in limitations. I have no concept of that. Um, You know, I love the unknown. You know, if you believe in astrology, (laughs) whatever, in my astrological chart, they tell me all my planets are sort of in the unknown. Say, hey, I have no problem with this at all, you know. That's why I can take large concepts and understand them. And I really like that, you know. The um, the concepts that are you know that I present, uh, they're not really meant for this audience. Because see, what happens is that you know people like Joseph Campbell, Alan Watts, you know myself, uh, Tiknak Khan, um, a whole bunch of people. We our thinking is further forward than where society is. So. We're down there, and society is back here. And that's just the way it is with science. You know, um, the concepts in science, it takes, like in medicine, it takes medicine 50, 50, it takes medicine about 10, 11, 12 years to catch up to the latest treatments. So it's more than likely that the different kind of treatments you're receiving for things um, are 11 years behind what the latest technology is. And this is just how this works. You know, it works every way um, with everything, you know, in this. So the concepts that I present here are actually 10, 20, 30 years out into the future. And what happens is that, you know, people are going to be listening to these things 10, 20, 30 years from now. And then what happens is that the audience catches up. And then what happens is that, you know, what I'm talking about now and what other people talk about become the normal reality. 
And you're going, well, God, you know, how come I didn't think of this sooner? Because you haven't caught up yet. But you will. But you can, the great thing about this, you know, in what I do here, you have them here. And so, and what happens is that, you know, you listen to them and talk about them and other people, you know, the podcast is everywhere. And all of a sudden, other people start to catch up. And then all that I'm talking about here, as bizarre as it sounds to you, will become accepted. I mean, you only have to think about how we believe that the earth was flat. But nobody really went to check <laughs> because we sort of couldn't, you know, sort of Galileo, right? And so then when they sort of proved that the earth wasn't flat, then that become the accepted reality. But for centuries and decades, we believed the earth was flat based upon people who said so. And we took that as truth, even though it wasn't. So this is how we are. You know, this is how we function, you know, as a society. And I just happen to be one of those people, um, and I understand why, that's out on the edge, so to speak, with concepts, understandings, philosophy, truths that are real. And if you are, say, 20 years old now, and you're listening to this stuff, you're going to find in 20 years from now, 30 years from now, a lot of this will be more accepted um, in the mainstream. So it's what's important to me is to, to bring the information out so that people can take it. And like I've, you know, I've said in previous podcasts as well, try it. Just pick one thing. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff in my stuff. <laughs> um, try it. Just try something and, um, you know, see how it works. I have all different things. You know, the easiest one to try, and um, I've mentioned this before, you know, and I'm going to go on about energy again, you know, because everything is energy, whether you believe it or not. In the same way, the earth wasn't flat if you believed it or not, you know. Um, if you want to heal something, in your life because we all have that I mean I do I have things in you know I'm not perfect I'm far from it believe me spend a day with me you'll see what I mean <laughs> so I have things in my life you know that I want to heal that might involve other people um, well I heal myself in, in the most profound way you know to, to stay alive so I know that it works I, I don't need I don't need to read it in a book I prove things to myself and that's a really a radical idea because a lot of us just read stuff in a book. Oh, you know, I read this. That doesn't mean a damn thing. Until you go out and you actually can prove the theory of whatever you're thinking of or have in front of you, it doesn't mean anything. Everything I do, I mean, I prove it one way or another to myself to know that it's real. Then it has value. Otherwise, people just talking... You know, they're like talking heads. You know that 95% of what we talk about is gossip, right? So anyway, the easiest one to use out of all this information to prove to yourself that this works, right, is the one to do with love. Because that's the easiest one, you know, um, to do. Because you understand what love is, right? You understand what thinking is. You understand what emotion is. And so if you have a problem, I keep looking at the damn clock, sorry about that. But if you have a problem, just apply love to it. 
and I don't mean doing it for five seconds, you know, while you're watching Oprah on TV or something, right? Sit down and close your eyes and put the situation in your head, whatever it might be, and then create a feeling of what love means to you. Usually it's, you know, some warm feeling that you can feel like an energy, you know, like putting a hand in an electrical field. <laughs> and then surround whatever the problem is that you have with that love. Now, I have done this, right? And um, if you can do it, you know, long enough, let's say 30 days, right? Let's pick that number. And you only have to do it for like five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day. You will see that situation change. I'll guarantee it. Could have done it so many times. So, and then you can go on to, you know, start small, you know, don't try to, you know, heal an elephant or <laughs> something, you know. Start small with something. Maybe you have a cat. Maybe you have a cat. And maybe your cat's, I don't know, half dead or something. You know, just, just picture love. Picture it. Love is the strongest force in the universe. Love is what binds everything together. Look how powerful the emotions of love are in your own life. Does love drive me insane? Yes, absolutely. And now, Michael, why does that do that? <laughs> because I'm extremely sensitive. To do the kind of work that I've done, to be able to pick up things in the ether, so to speak, and to understand things, you have to be extremely sensitive. And so love sort of kills me. It kills me when somebody breaks up with me. It kills me when somebody leaves me because I'm so sensitive to it. You have to be to do what I do. Anybody else will tell you the same thing that does something like I do or Alan Watts. Any of these people will tell you that, right? But it takes that. And it's sort of, that's the cost. So everything has a cost to it. But that's my destiny in life, you know. Um, I am somewhat, you know, of an enlightened being in some ways. And an absolute idiot <laughs> in other ways. Like I said, follow me around for a day. And, um, but that's the cost. So that's a very, very simple exercise. Now, I get a lot of questions about healing. Why did I open that up? I have no idea. Like I just said, you can heal relationships with this. Look, look let's say you have somebody in your life that you're in conflict with. Picture them in your mind. Surround them with love. It'll heal the conflict. It'll heal it some way for you. Because what it does is that love is a different vibration. It's a much higher vibration. So what it does, it fixes lower vibrations and brings them up to a higher vibration. It's as simple as that. I used to teach this to people who had problems like in their work environment. You know, where they couldn't get along with like a co-worker or something. And I go, okay, let's see here. From the Michael Book of Tricks. You know? <laughs> I tell them, just surround the co-worker with love. That's all you have to do. And they sort of look at me, ah, oh, Michael, it could not be that simple. Well, it is, right? Because you're talking to somebody who understands, you know. So, um they would surround, you know, their co-workers that they have problems with, whatever, with love because they just changed the vibration, you know. And then what happens, they started to notice that the co-workers started to become friendly to them. 
it changes the energy between the two people. So the same thing happens, you know, with situations in life. If you have a situation in life and you apply love to it, it changes the energy around the situation. It brings it to a higher level. And then usually the situation goes away. I mean, I've solved a lot of problems that way. The, the problems just vanish into thin air. Why does that happen, Michael? It's very simple. A problem is actually, imagine it like a ball of energy, because that's what they all are, you know. There are balls of energy on certain frequencies, right? And so what happens is that when you apply a different frequency to it, you know, like love, it dissolves that lower frequency, and the only thing that exists left is the frequency of love. And you see, this is how simple this is. Now, so what is the big problem here? Mm -hmm. You know how I've told you I sit and meditate for three to four hours a day. I sit in this chair right here, right? And I barely move for that period of time. So what is it do I have? Discipline. Something missing in the American language. Discipline. I go walking over nighttime. I walk five, six miles every day, practically. How can I do that? It's called discipline. I don't care if it's raining. I, I don't care if it's an alligator staring me in the face. I'll walk over it, right? It's discipline. So if you're going to do this stuff, and I strongly suggest that you do, you have to create a sense of discipline. Um, you know, I have a friend, I think. <laughs> Um, who does yoga for like two hours, you know, and she does it in a somewhat simple sense and slow sense, but guess what? She's got the discipline to do it because, you know, it helps her. So you need two things. First of all, you need the idea on what to do. And the second thing is you need the discipline to be able to do it. So you need to work on that, okay? Um, do I have discipline? I have astonishing discipline. So pick something in your life, I don't care what it is, um, and just work on it and see what happens. You'll be astonished, believe me. It just takes time. And you know, um, the really good thing about that, you know, creating a, oh, I'm feeling a little bit dizzy. Um, the really good thing about that is that once you solve the problem, you've just raised the vibration of yourself. That problem will never come back. That simple, because you've gone beyond it. You see, this is how I cured myself. One of the ways of a cancer that you don't survive from. Simple as that. That's what I had. How did I do it? I told you the other day, I saw myself beyond it. I didn't see myself in it. Because as soon as you see yourself as a part of something, it becomes a part of you. Mm. That's interesting, isn't it? It's like an electrical field. You keep attracting all the time things to you. It's like, you know. So as soon as you see something and you accept it in your thoughts and your reality, it becomes a part of you. So how do you get beyond that? You see yourself beyond it all the time. My mind, my wonderful mind, is always going 
two places. The first place is in the reality that exists now. In other words, present moment awareness. The other reality is it's out sort of in the future somewhere, pulling myself forward, not backwards. Because every thought that you have, you're going two places. You know, you're either going backwards, you might be going in the future, but you're usually going backwards. You're usually recreating the same events all the time, but they might sort of look different. Like if you're a person that's somewhat negative, you know, I've had enough of them. I'm done with all those people. So what happens is that you're just recreating the events, but you might say, uh, Michael, excuse me, um, I have these negative events, but they're not all the same. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about this then. What you're actually attracting is the emotion that's tied to that event. So, you know, you might have an event where, you know, your dog bites your leg and, you know, <laughs> and runs off with it, you know, your leg, right? And you say, oh, that's a negative event. Well, one might say that, I think, I guess. And then the next one, you know, somebody steals your car or whatever, I don't know. And that's another negative event. And you say, well, yeah, but Michael, these are two different events that happen in two different ways. But what is the common thread? The common thread is a negative. It doesn't matter what the actual event actually is, is the underlying feeling that you have that you keep attracting into your life. And it just turns up in different ways. I mean, you only have two legs, right? So your dog can't run off with 50 legs because right? you only have two. So what happens is that it, the universe, I want to say the universe in this, the energy finds other things, you know, to attach itself to to make negative, you know, because like I said, you only have two legs, you don't have 50, right? So why am I talking about this? So anyway, so let me say something. Okay, good. So that's why this happens. I am in a completely different phase in my life. I got put in it. Unceremoniously, <laughs> I might add. <laughs> in a hospital gown. <laughs> um, boy, I could tell you some funny things about that. Yeah, when you're in a hospital and they have you up on all this um, medication, you don't really know what you're doing. I don't know, like peeing everywhere or <laughs> something. <laughs> I'm sort of horrified of what I heard. <laughs> but laughing my head off as well. But anyway, who cares? Um, anyway, so it's very, very important that you... Look, look just... Create a feeling of love, for Christ's sake. And what it'll do, it'll dissolve a lot of the negativity and the bad events that are coming towards you, whether you know it or not. And so you can stop them. Whoa, stop, <laughs> right? And um, you can do that. How do you find love? You know, I have a lot of people, you know, women friends. <laughs> oh, boy, do I have some stories there. Um, you are searching for love or, you know, whatever. You never search for anything. Don't search for anything. It'll come to you if you create the right environment within yourself. We're always forcing everything. Okay, let me force this. I mean, I'm guilty of it. Thank you. And, but we're always forcing everything. Life doesn't work like that. Works why, blah, blah, blah. Life works by this natural energy flow that most people have no concept about. And that's one of these things I'll talk about in 20, 30 years from now, people will catch up, right? Never force anything in your life. Have acceptance. If you have acceptance towards whatever, you know, 
it fixes itself. I have um, a situation now in my life where I have to have acceptance in it for it to find its own path. Because if I force something, it's going to not work out. Because I'm taking it to a lower level where um, you can't do. There is a prayer that I use. Oh, I think it's skipped there. Um, anyway, there is a prayer that I use that works. And it gets me out of the most difficult situation. It's got to have a tendency to do that. <laughs> and it reorganizes things in my life to come together in a way to have things work out. Right? And it's a very, very simple prayer. I've, I've actually said it before here. And I'm going to say it here again and use it. Say it 20, 30, 40 times a day. This is what the prayer is. I thank you for my life. I thank you for creating me. I want to see and feel your presence in my life every day. I want to feel your love. Like I said, I say that 30, 40 times a day. I have the most miraculous things happen because of that prayer. Because I'm communicating with God. And it's almost like I'm acknowledging God and I'm acknowledging um, the fact that it is in my life. The other thing that I do with this, um, there's something else I say too, usually not connected with that. And I'll say to God, show me something today that I would not expect to see in my life. Or give me a sign. Show me something totally unexpected. And I say that as well, like a prayer. And one of the things that happens, and I show this to people every now and again that are around me, we can be walking down a footpath, and all of a sudden in front of me, there's coffee that's spilled in the shape of a heart. Or I can be walking down the road, and there's an image on the road that's in the shape of a heart. That is the universe communicating back to me saying, we love you and we'll take care of you. This is how I get signs that I'm on the right track. You see, I look for it to show me. Do you understand? Use these two things because they'll help you enormously, believe me. Okay, so that's the podcast for today. I'll probably do another one um, in a few days. Um, I'm very much into it now that I'm well. I've got some more doctor's appointments. Doctors love me. You know, I go in and talk to them and I mention a little bit of this stuff. And they're like, ooh, you know, there's that woo-woo stuff again, Michael. <laughs> uh, excuse me, the woo-woo stuff saved me, <laughs> right? So anyway, I love all of you. Um, you've all been my support through this and I just love all of you. There is nothing else to do but to love. There is nothing else to do but to love. Thank you.